All right, welcome back, Cardinal community, for the season premiere. That's right, season two, episode one. I'm here with our 2020-21 Teacher of the Year, Mr. Yancey Crawford. <laughs> the crowd's going wild. Yeah. Um, Mr. Crawford, tell us how you've gotten here to this point professionally. Just tell us your background. Okay, background. First off, uh, before I got to where I am now, I ended up in this parking lot two times completely separate from one another and when i arrived here on the third time which was for an interview with stephanie and brian i pulled in and i was like oh this place i've been here before so the first time i got here was in 2008 i came down for a thing called dude fest which was a three-day like punk black metal grindcore festival it was at the emerson and i was mm. staying with my friend uh audrey who lived in broad ripple and i knew broad ripple because my wife had lived in broad ripple for a little bit but i'm terrible at direction and after the show uh i went after one of the shows the first night i went to an after show at a place called zany's and it was on 38th street and i turned the wrong way on keystone Ah, <laughs> and I and I went, I drove forever, and I was like, "This is not right." And I ended up, and I was like, "I ended up," and I was like, "This is a middle school, Southport Middle School." All right, well, I guess I got to go the other way. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I was like, "There's no more road," so I went the other way, and uh, then the second time was when I was working uh, another job, and I, it was in 2010. And at the time, I was about to propose to my wife, and I was working outside of education, but I lied to her, and I said that job didn't have direct deposit, so I always had to go to the bank, you know? I was trying to like, we had a shared bank account, and I was trying to smuggle money for my check to buy, or like the engagement <laughs> ring, you know? And I was just trying to be like, no, they, it's weird, they don't do that. I don't know why, but they just don't. <laughs> and so as a result, I had to turn uh, to, uh, you know, like I was getting off an interstate, got, on the wrong, got off in the wrong direction, and I came the wrong way on Keystone again, and I ended up in the Southport Middle School parking lot, and I was like, Southport Middle School. I was like, I think I've been here before. And I was like, didn't I get lost here that one time? And then I was like, yeah, I think I did. And so I went the other way. Again, completely away. I mean, because I lived in, in Broad Ripple, not the right direction. And so then when I showed up here for the interview um, with Stephanie and Brian, it was just very much like, I've been here before. That's pretty weird. And I was like, I think that's that's probably good. You know, like, because I had first interviewed with Barb at the high school. And I still didn't know the connection because I didn't know this part of town, like, at all. Yeah. So that was, so I ended up here, and then I've been here since 2012 was my first year. Mm. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a good story. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of professional, like yeah. how you got to this mm -hmm. point professionally. Uh, what would you like people to know just briefly about you personally? Oh, uh, I don't know if there's a whole bunch. Um, I don't know. Well, like, yeah. Well, I guess, let's keep rolling. And yeah, maybe yeah. more of that stuff will just keep coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think maybe some of the stuff that I've got that I've done, like long before 
Um, I even came here. There's a complicated story for my family even getting to where I live now. Where, like, when I grew up, I grew up completely separate from half of my family uh, because, and <laughs> I'll keep to the bullet points here. Yeah. But my uh, my father's father. Uh, was a West Virginia coal miner. Dropped out of school when he was like in seventh grade, started smoking fifth, you know, that, that sort of thing. Because they lived in West Virginia and that's just what you did. You, you worked in a coal mine. And he was too, uh, he was too young for World War II, but just old enough, you know, so just kind of missed that. Uh, but he went into coal mining pretty early and when he was coal mining, he worked in this mine that had a really big labor dispute and it got pretty brutal between the people that owned the mine and the people working in the mine and my grandfather for whatever reason stepped in and helped mitigate the situation he helped them he helped them both sides come to an agreement both on like i think it was like pay and just a bunch of things that they they were just kind of really fighting over mm -hmm. And at the end, they asked him, what do you want? Mm. You know, like, you did this, you got to want something, what do you want? And my grandfather said, uh, I want to move. And they said, where? And he said, I don't know. Do they have coal mines in Indiana? And they said, uh, no, not, definitely not in northern Indiana. He's like, I need enough money to move to northern Indiana. Because my son and my son's son will never step foot in a coal mine. Mm. I will never let that happen. So I need enough money to move there. Uh. And they gave him enough money to relocate and they moved to Northern Indiana, almost cold. And they left the whole rest of their families behind. And my grandmother already was probably willing, she probably wanted to do that. Um, her, her story before that was uh, pretty, pretty tragic and so she was probably looking to get rid of some of that and my grandfather just kind of didn't care they they wanted to get out so my father and my aunt uh moved to northern indiana i think my grandfather's my, my great uncle had been to northern indiana like once or twice mm. or had been here for a short time and that's why indiana came up mm. so just getting here I was here and the whole rest of my father's side was still all in West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Some of them still coal mining, some of them still doing some of those other things. So I grew up totally separate from that, which was, I mean, in a weird way, like that's why I always sign when you look at my email signature, it's always like Yancey Lee Crawford. I use Lee intentionally because I think it's like a connection to the past. Who is my grandfather's middle name? Uh, and it was my father's middle name. And it's my middle name, and now it's my son's middle name. So it kind of spans back, and it, it keeps me kind of humbled and reminded. And I, I never presume to know what people assume or what they think when they see me using my full name in an email. Yeah. Like, it could come across really precocious, and I know that. But um, to me, it's like a, lin like a line, like, remember where you came from. Huh. And remember what, like, your grandfather did, like literally set you on this path yeah. because then when he came here he he didn't have any education he couldn't do a ton wow. you know so he did kind of humble modest jobs he's like a small town cop he you know 
was a mechanic. He, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that's a just always important to remember. Wow. Like, I could, I could be in, you know, Appalachia, like, digging for coal still. Right now, yeah. Or fighting to dig for coal. Yeah. What a, what a, well, there's a little personal background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, on, on Yancey Lee Crawford. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, and so, well, that's, that's really rich. And I wanted to, I was going to talk to you about something that, um, the interview process when yeah. you were here, Mr. Knight has told me multiple times that you had the best answer yeah. that you had ever seen to this question. I don't know if you know what yeah. I'm about to say, yeah. right? But Mr. Knight is, uh, especially in the interview, will sit down with candidates and he'll say, teach me something. Mm -hmm. Unplanned, like it could be anything, right? Yeah. And he said that you had the best answer to that that he's ever heard. And do you remember? I'm yeah. sure you remember the topic that yeah. you talked about because I remember the topic. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I've heard about it. That's but do you remember insane. what you did first? Yeah. Well, the first thing I did was panic. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like instant butt sweat. I was, <laughs> I was just like instantly like, oh god, oh okay, and you know, so I took a couple deep breaths and the time slowed down for a second. And I was like, hold on, what? are you interested in because i like to tailor my uh instruction to my students needs and wants mm -hmm. you know what are your interests and if you tell me what you're interested in i can teach you something about anything and then that was like i'm buying myself a minute. Like I <laughs> <laughs> Don't say crochet. Yeah. Don't say crochet. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, at first it was like a pure, and then it was kind of like, well, I do do this anyway, so all right, I can do this. And I asked for a sheet, and I did ask for a sheet of paper, and I, I jotted some notes down. And I remember it was definitely really wild because I don't know what it was like on the other side because I went into a white paper world and just went... And was like jotting insane notes to myself, like, okay, I can plan this out. Here are the things to say. Here are the things to cover. And I, you know, I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Uh, and I taught Stephanie and Brian how to make scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's wonderful. Um, and so. Yeah, I, I just love that story, and I love that response, uh, is that instead of just going and teaching something, mm -hmm. you went to, well, what do you like, mm -hmm. right? I can teach anything, something about yeah. anything to anyone, right? Yeah. So, no, I, I, I appreciate that. That's always kind of stuck with me about you. And so, um, so believe it or not, we're at that mark. Yeah. But I want to I ask you, you know, why do you, why do you appreciate teaching here so much, right? What does this place mean to you, right? Um, that, let's just finish with yeah. that. Sure. It's people. Um, it's really been people since the beginning. When I first started, I mean, within two days of being hired, I had an email from Chris Stevenson and Natasha. Like, Tasha and Chris both emailed me saying, welcome to the team. And I was like, who are these people? But I remember they welcomed me right away. And I remember my first team, I worked with Amy Vaught and... A uh, few other people, and I just remember, oh, and Dave, Dave was on the math team, and I remember just kind of making quick connections with everyone, and that felt good, and I continued to work really closely with Tasha when our classes got listed together. Yeah. That helped us strengthen our bond, and just throughout, it's just always been people, and throughout this process, especially, you know, uh, after two years ago, when everybody was really 
very gracious and very kind to me. Uh, and they were so supportive and I was so grateful for that. That meant so much to me. And it showed me like in such a, in such a way they were, they were there for me when I wasn't there for myself, you know, like to be honest, I was not who I am at that time. And, and it's still like, is one of the most humbling things. And then to think about last year when everyone came in and see everyone come in like uh dressed as me you know and like to hear that song it's just it just made me feel so loved and that's why i'm here and it's one of the reasons i think anyone stays anywhere is for the people who are there and i'm very grateful for Danielle and Tasha and everyone who's been, you know, worked, who's worked with me in my language arts department and my admin. And I'm super lucky to have them because I know not everyone does. Yeah. Well, we're lucky to have you here. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Sorry for the bummer. <laughs>